This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is going to piss some people off. Oh. But Kimmy, you'd have to think the majority of people are going to agree with this take. Because there are certain things you should dress up for. This, however, Mm -hmm. is not one of those things. Yeah, it's unnecessary. And if you are doing this... While you're Christmas shopping, you are putting out a vibe that makes you look like a terrible person. Wait, you're bad? Oh, yeah. For dressing up? Not for dressing up. Oh. But people who dress up like this, more often than not, are these type of people. Oh. You're hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. So, Kimmy, uh, you had a friend that put up something ridiculous on Instagram earlier yeah. this week. Yeah. So, something that must have triggered her while out, because she doesn't post all that much. But it's brilliant. It's a brilliant yeah. question, because what, what, what did she say? So, you can uh, you can post a poll of, of your own on, on your Instagram stories, and her poll was, I believe it was worded, are people who shop with Santa hats on the worst? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that's, I've never seen anybody shop with a Santa hat or outfit or Christmas-themed anything on. And then, mm-hmm. last time I went to the mall, I noticed it everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> so people put on, like, Christmas outfits. Well, the, Santa, the, Santa the, Santa like the Santa oh, okay. hats. Like, not for warmth. Well, maybe you're using it for warmth. It's I don't like know. the mall. It's like 90. But it seems yeah. like, yeah, you're doing it, I guess, you're to in the spirit of this spread thing. the Christmas cheer. Okay, all right. You've never seen that before? Not uh, maybe I, I have. I never stuck out. You so probably maybe not. haven't noticed because right. I was a, somebody that didn't notice until I saw that question, and now I see it everywhere. Okay, that sounds like a wacky mom move. It's absolutely a wacky mom move. It absolutely is yeah. a wacky mom move. But Kimmy, the question was: Yes, do, is everyone who wears a Santa hat to the mall to Wall Christmas shopping. shop a, the worst? Yeah, something like that. And the answer is <laughs> yes. Okay, without a doubt. Everyone that wears a Santa hat while Christmas shopping sucks. Because first off, mm. why are you wearing that hat? Well, it's Christmas. I'm going to remind everybody. Okay. What? Yeah. In case you forgot. Look around the mall. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, it doesn't scream Christmas. It seems like something that your company would make you wear, yes. not something you would choose well, to wear. Our company. Mm-hmm. And by the way, there's. So many other ways to show your Christmas spirit. There are spirit. There are sweaters, which is socially acceptable. Oh, the ugly sweater. Yeah, yeah. Christmas sweater, yeah. sweater. You got your earrings, all kinds of different things. Just a lot being of a themed thing. Just mm. being a nice person shows Christmas spirit. But the hat. That's overkill, and you're just looking for attention. And that makes you the worst. But there's a bigger reason. What is it? Why everyone who wears a Santa hat while shopping sucks. It's the international sign for, I'm going to be a problem customer. Oh. Oh. Like the hat's just like a... uh, 
forewarning. It's trying to so- you're trying to soften the blow. No, 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 no. The oh. hat is the warning oh. when they're walking in. Okay. So uh, when I was a teenager, mm. I worked one Christmas season at Kaufman's and yeah. Marketplace Mall. And whenever anyone with a Santa hat on approached me about something, those people <laughs> were the biggest dicks Get on ready. the planet. Which is kind of weird to be in a dick while you're wearing a Santa hat. Tommy, they were entitled, they were rude, they thought the world should <laughs> bend over backwards for them because it's Christmas season. Oh, so they, they were the aggressive mom. Yes, well, they have gifts to get, and mm-hmm. it's Christmas season, and well, you know, the customer is always right, and I need to get these things for the people that I love, so why would you not be helping me right now? Yeah. And All right. I ev- never knew this. Everyone that has ever worked in retail during the holiday season knows exactly. It's a warning sign. It is. I'm telling you, when you saw that Santa hat slowly moving towards you with comfortable, sensible sneakers on, you did the best you could to go the other way. Damn. They're the worst. They're the worst. Because I'm also guessing if you put that hat on to go shopping, that's all you have to do that day. Like, that is your only focus of the day. Oh, yeah. You have score s- that deal. You have so little going on. You You're had in time. character. Yes, you yeah. had time to think about which hat you were going to wear and put it on <laughs> to make it sure it looked good with your hair. Right. Like that makes you a dick. It's a mom dick. Big old mom dick. Yeah. Here they come. Now, here's the thing. What? It is very important at this point of the conversation to make a distinction. The Santa hat itself does not make you suck. There are plenty of places where wearing a Santa hat, totally fine. Holiday party, Santa hat, great. Charity work, Santa hat, fantastic. Even the person who wears the Santa hat to work Mm -hmm. without like a... It it makes it more festive, I can't be mad at him. I don't think it makes him a dick. I hate novelty sock, tie, hat, holiday guy. Why? What are you, the weatherman? Yeah, but this is the only time of year they have to wear it. They got to get their money's worth. But out they also want to point it out to you. Well, they don't have to. It's right. But they do. But it's like flat. I hate holiday flash. You have general. a Bills hat that you brought in to make picks with. That's different. That's business. That's business. Oh, is it business? We're working on uh, tees right now. Can I just point out, you hate holiday flash, but you flash every day. Different kind of flash. You want people to notice your outfit every day. Am I wrong? Your socks. Your shoes. Socks are on point today. Your new shackets. How about this? How about the sock jean? <laughs> look at what he's doing. I know. Sweater ratio of blue. You look like no dumb comment. Carl Sagan in that outfit today. I would take that. That would make me even. It would make me smarter. No, dumbest person. Carl and she does not know who Carl Sagan is. Come on. I'm uh, blanking. Oh, oh my God, God he's sakes. from here. Is he really? He's from Syracuse. No kidding. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, he's from Syracuse, Ithaca area. Okay. Back to billions the conversation. And billions and billions of hats ago. 252 WCMF 252-9263. Uh, Kimmy's friend on Instagram puts up a poll. Does is, is everyone who wears a Santa hat Christmas shopping the worst? And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. The answer is absolutely yes. Someone who has worked in retail during the holiday season in the past every time. Good Some, tip. Somebody with a Santa hat started walking towards me. They were rude. They were entitled. They were dicks. There's no reason to wear them. They suck. And listen, if you are not one of these people yeah. who sucks but wears a Santa hat, you have to be aware. When you wear that Santa hat, there are people that will You're see no you. Good. Yes, they're going to assume that you suck. Alright, so stay clear. I think so. Yes. At least based on my personal experience. And again, it's not the Santa hat itself, despite, and this is what sucks what's that? about this conversation. Mm. right? Because I'm trying to help you out. Well, I didn't know this. And that's why I'm, help- I'm here. I'm, 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 I'm riveted. It's what I'm here for. Yeah. But then you take it a step further, that anyone that wears the Santa hat sucks. Yeah, that's kind of my thing anyway. No. I don't like holiday stuff on people. 
I don't like. I don't get the ugly sweater. That's just fun. Well, but here's the thing: that sweater didn't start out ugly. Somebody actually liked well, that. Well, now they girl. actually you put make it on, ugly Every sweater ones. becomes ugly. We're in an ugly shacket today. <laughs> this is a nice shacket. Yeah, it was. So I put it on. You got it. With these socks, it matches nice. To your point, mm-hmm. the ugly sweater used to be, yeah, you go raid like your grandma or grandpa's closet for an ugly sweater. Now they actually make ugly, ugly sweaters. Ugly yeah. sweaters. All right. Are there other things you could see on people during the holiday season that makes you want to give them a wide berth? Oh, yes. What? Anything on their clothing that blinks. Like a blinking tie. I've seen the that. Blinking, the blinking Christmas tree. Yeah. The ornament that blinks from your earring. Any blinky bling. Why does that? That doesn't make you a dick. It kind of makes you a dick. Like, not only are you wearing Christmas stuff, it illuminates. <laughs> like, here it comes. Here it comes. But there are people that can get away with it because I we've Ooh. worked with people who I would be disappointed if they didn't show up in that stuff. But on you already know holidays. they're obnoxious. Preach. Uh, no, it was kind of just their thing, and that was something that you could tell made them very happy. So you didn't want to take away their joy. I, I anything I here's here's my barometer. Okay, anything my dad would wear around the holidays, I hate, <laughs> and he would put on all that stuff. I have a picture of him when we first moved to Florida. I think I told you this, and I can't find this damn picture because I would have loved to give it to you after I knew what you were doing with pictures. He, we just moved to Florida. He bought a boat. Okay, he's water skiing. Uh, on Christmas in Florida, because that was a big thing, you know, we moved. He's got a Santa hat on. Okay. While he's water skiing. What a dick. And he, you know, and that was basically, hey, look at me, big shot. I moved to Miami, baby. He's an ass. When it comes to other stuff that you give people, when you see people, you want to give them a wide the berth. The holiday ass. Well, okay, you brought up the Christmas sweaters. Mm-hmm. I don't think Christmas sweater is wide berth. The folks I want to give a wide berth to mm-hmm. are the folks I've seen wearing inappropriate Christmas oh, sweaters. Oh, yeah. Because... Like- there's always something with a, with Santa and your mom. Yeah, or like yeah. a bunch of hoes, right? Yep. Like outside of wearing the inappropriate Christmas sweater to a buddy's see, house. That. See, but that's what I'm saying. Like you wear it to a buddy's house on like a Saturday night, fine. It's just you guys. Yeah. If you're wearing a ho-ho-ho sweater with three strippers sewn on it right. to the mall, who is that for? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, again, you're being a dick. You're being a holiday. No, ass. but that's like being an actual dick. <laughs> like, I guess, like seeing someone with the Santa hat on shopping. There's, there's a question. All I right. think you're a dick, but you could be a nice mm. person. If I see you with three strippers, <laughs> ho ho ho, Santa sweater, walking down the uh, path at Eastview Mall, you're a dick. What there's- if I? All right. So let's say I got the lady gingerbread cookie cartoon on the front, yeah. but her crush has a big bite out of it, <laughs> and then it says Christmas cookie monster. On my shirt. Yeah. Am I a dick? You're a dick. Yes. All right, I won't wear that tomorrow. <laughs> Could you imagine your wife's reaction if she saw that at the mall? Oh, no. Yeah, what I, a horrible no. man. Oh, yo, she, yeah, she would freak out. 252 WCMF, Kimmy's friend, put up a poll on Instagram, and she's right. She's right. She asked the question, is everyone who wears a Santa hat while Christmas shopping the worst? You mm. are. And if you are a person who does this and isn't the worst, you need to reevaluate your outfit choices when you go shopping. Yeah. Let's talk to Rammer. Hey, Rammer. What's up, buddy? Hey. How you doing, man? Good. So, how's this different from the dude wearing a kilt on St. Paddy's Day? Well, I mean, that's I mean, my culture. 
<laughs> why, yeah, but why do you hate on Santa hats? Because the bartender looks at you walking in an ad outfit with your leprechaun hat on going, this is going to be a problem. Oh, no, here's the difference. Right. And I, I think that there's a distinctual difference. I'm Again, I don't have a problem with the Santa hat itself. It's yeah. time and place. What you're describing, Rammer, is if a week before St. Patrick's Day, I put on my kilt and walked into Wegmans simply to buy corned beef and cabbage. That would make me a dick. Well, but isn't that what you do? So, yeah, yes. And going back to that, <laughs> that stripper sweater, I think I got that one in the closet that somewhere. Shocker. I'm gonna have perfect size. Yeah. I am floored there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rammer. listen, Merry Christmas. If I don't talk to you, you know, things are different around here these days. No worries, man. Okay, Merry Rammer. Christmas. All right. I don't want any follow-up. Don't want it. I, I like Rammer. I don't want to know. If well, he might have got a new job or something. Things are different around here these days. Can't be wearing my stripper sweater. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. There was an incident in the city of Rochester that got super serious, super fast. Whatever. And folks need to understand that every situation like this, Tommy, has the potential to get this bad. But something has to happen where the situation changes. And there is a moment in every one of those situations where it does. Okay. A road rage incident in the city of Rochester got very dangerous very fast. What happened? So police were called to Veterans Park just after 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday. Authorities say that a 37-year-old woman was involved in what they described as, and I quote, a driving altercation. So that means the rage, she didn't get out of the car? I don't know. It sounds just like a fancy word for road rage. So is she the one that did it? No, she is the one that's the victim. She's the victim. Yeah, so she did get out of the car, at least according to the story here. It led to an argument, the mm-hmm. driving altercation, which led to a fight. When it was all said and done, mm-hmm. the 37-year-old woman ended up with a cut to her upper body that police say- That's ha- pretty vague. They please say it happened by unknown means if you need any more vagueness. Man, that could be anything. Does that mean she got stabbed, but she didn't? She never saw a knife? It sounds like it. Right? Yeah. So the woman had to be taken to the hospital. Oh, my Christ. The good news. Good news. She has non-life-threatening injuries. She should be okay. Good. The right. bad news. Well, she's bleeding everywhere. Yeah, she got a cut and to Tommy, the upper body. <laughs> Tommy, it's a situation that could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. This is far from the first road rage incident that led to violence that we've oh, seen around here. Of course. Here, right? And it's easy yeah. to sit in your leather chair, Tommy, mm-hmm. and say, don't get out of your car and you won't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's... Not always the case. Sometimes cooler heads will prevail. 
And you'd have to think that no one is getting out of their car in a situation like this thinking, it's about to get really bad for me. Right. Right? You're confident things will cool down. You just want to yell. If you're confident that things get bad, you think, I can handle myself. Mm-hmm. Which, Tommy, is always a weird way to think because somebody has to lose a fight. Yes. You know what I mean? And the other person gets a vote in the decision you're about to make. You're right. You're right. There's never been a boxing match ever where nobody got punched in the face mm. and it ended in a draw. Yeah. So in all these incidents, Tommy, mm-hmm. there is a moment, a moment where it goes from a simple argument to a dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. What does that moment look like? As far as like what, what timing? All right. I'll ask this. And the phone right. number is 252-WCMF. Is that moment different for every incident? Or is there an underlying theme in every road rage argument that spills out of the car where there is a line that gets crossed and there's no going back? Like, what does it look like when one of these two people has now gone too far and it's about to get really bad? So if they... It's this, it's when the second person gets out of the car. So you're saying just exiting the vehicle. Right. Is going to escalate the situation. But see, here's the thing. That's not necessarily true because we've seen stories where two people got out of the car, they point and they yell, and they both get in their car and drive away. Okay. I'm just thinking, if you stay in the car, it's not going to happen. You're right. You're absolutely right. If the other guy or the other woman's out of the car, and then you decide to get out of the car, that's, to me, trouble. Okay. But it's not the moment in every one. Okay. Is it when things get physical? Well, yes. Okay. It's really hard for most or people. Or threatening. Okay, well, sorry, but we'll get to that in a second. Mm. It's really hard for most people, men especially, when someone puts their hands on you to back away and cool down. Because let's be real, Tommy. Let's say you get out of the car, you're yelling, somebody shoves you. Mm. In that moment, you could realize, this has gone too far, right. I'm getting back in my car, and I'm going to drive away. Mm. However, that very rarely happens. Is it the second that someone puts their hands on somebody else where we are now at the point of no return? I would think so. I would think so. Once hand touches body, body, you get a problem. But what about those guys that always tell tell you everything they're gonna do to you before they do it? So threats. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna kick your ass so hard, your freaking kids will be born dizzy. Try that. Your mother won't even recognize you. I you know, I could pull your heart out of your body, and you would die not from not having a heart, but from seeing your own heart in my hand that is still beating. That's so bad, I'm going to kick your ass. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, but here's the thing. That can't be the point, because if some guy said that to me, I would just start laughing. I would, too. I don't even think I'd be mad anymore. But there are those guys. No, you're right. But, I mean, I guess for some people, the threat would Mm -hmm. be the point of no return. And I guess it's your body language, too, right? Well, what what do you look at as body? How you get out of the car. How you approach someone. Okay, so what would be point of no return body language? Like how fast you get out of the car, you slam the door, you you know, you know, aggressively come up to somebody even though you're not throwing punches or saying anything Okay, yet. so if I get out of the car and I stand by my door and I yell at you from across the parking lot, there's a point to back off. Right. If I come aggressively at Marching you, at you, we've now hit the point of no yeah. return. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, that's fair because then that person- Because you're going to get defensive. Yes, they, they feel person. threatened. Yeah, they're yeah. going to come back at you. I mean, you have the potential for weapons now to come out if that person thinks they're going to get hurt. Right. Okay, that's right. not a bad call. Okay. What about insults? Oh. Are there insults that are so bad that you have now wrote a check that you have to cash with your fists? All right, so you really insult this person 
deep. What are the hot button shots that apply to everybody where in a road rage incident standing outside of a car, you have crossed the point of no return? Well, there's so many, really. Well, give me an example. The size of, of a guy's penis. Well, but uh, I haven't seen your penis. No, but you make fun of it anyway. Okay, but here's the thing. Like that, I know that's not going to hurt me because I haven't shown you my penis yet, but okay. it, depending on where this goes, we can see what happens. Okay, you can make fun of family. Okay, but there, there again, like you love to make fun of my mom. You've seen my mom. Uh, you make fun of my mom. My mom is dead. Yeah. yeah. You know how she died? How she died? Whore's disease. <laughs> <laughs> Choked on him. <laughs> if this person that I got out of the car with has never seen my mother again, it's an empty insult. Wait, same, all right. Same with my spouse. Wait, so like, your mother's a whore. Well, you don't know that. She might be. I don't know. You don't know that. <laughs> All right, so why could you insult? That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Because even a shot at a spouse, you've never seen my spouse. If my spouse is in the car and you take a shot at my spouse, we've hit the point of no return. Oh, yeah, return. absolutely. But if she's not there... Wife, okay. kids. Kids is a hot right? button one. Right. Do you get offended to the point of no return if someone insults your driving? Not really. No? I get it in here every day. They call you stupid. He's stupid. You can't do this. He watched you do it. You thought you were doing something fine, and nobody likes to be called stupid. That's true. Especially in that moment where you are sure you are the one that is, in fact, smart, and they are the one that are, in fact, stupid. Well, then you're questioning somebody's, especially with, I'm thinking men here, your manhood. Okay, masculinity. Yes, that's a hot button. Wait, you tie your driving to your masculinity? I think a lot of men do. Really? Yeah, especially if you're driving a man-mobile. What, a man-mobile? Yeah. I got a, you know, a big old pickup, right? So, so big old tires. So you don't tie your masculinity to your driving based on what you drive. Here well, comes Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> he drives a go-kart, ladies and gentlemen. It's a regular-ass car. Regular-ass cart. No, I think, I think guys take their driving as part of their manhood. Okay, so you could see insulting someone's driving as a point of no return. Yes, especially men. I don't know about women, but guys. All right, well, we do have Kimmy here, 252-WCMF, 252-9263. We're talking about this 37-year-old woman, what sounds like a road rage incident. It happened at Veterans Park in the city of Rochester. When it was all said and done, there was an argument, then a fight, then this woman was, quote, cut by unknown means, had to go to the (laughs) hospital. She's going to be okay, which Mm. is good. But in all of these road rage uh, situations that we see get physical, there is a point of no return. And what we're trying to figure out is, what is the universal point of no return in these incidents? So we talked about attacking a man's masculinity is an easy, easy way to get him Mm. to fight. Mm -hmm. Kimmy, what is the female equivalent of attacking a man's masculinity? Uh, or a woman's masculine. In this specific situation? Yeah, or like, just some, like an insult that could hurt you so bad you're ready to fight. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it's just such a high... It's like a, a tense situation on its own. Like just blaming somebody for, for causing it, it's going to piss the other person off. So there isn't a single insult outside of your driving where you'd be like, oh, okay, well, let's say, well, let's say you, your kids are in the car. So kids. You're you're insulting. You're saying, yeah, you're saying you're putting your kids in danger of being a bad driver. Okay. You know? Yeah, the mama bear is going to come out with the kids. Okay, but there's nothing personal someone could say about your body or your personality where you go that that I don't think you're even listening to those kind of insults from somebody that you don't know. So if somebody calls you a fatty, fatty boombaladdy. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Would your I, big thighs get stuck on the brake? Is that why you're going so slow? Yeah, I think it's. I, I don't think it matters what they say. Just the hey, fact that they're. We found a car. A woman driving a car with only one set of airbags. Just the fact that they're coming at you so hard. I do think it's, if it's a guy, especially insulting your driving skills, it's 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 more. Uh, it, 
offensive, I think, because you're trying so hard as a woman to break that stereotype. Oh, so no, you're could, fighting for all of the women that came before you in this parking lot of right. Wendy's. It's girl power. Sure. Okay. That's interesting. I would have never thought that. Like you, you, That would cross your mind. That how dare you say I'm a yeah, bad driver. Like women I, have actually been good drivers this whole time. If a guy like Tommy came out and started pointing his finger, you you women don't know how to drive. You didn't even look. You've never won a championship at any race. I've no, ever didn't seen. Danica Patrick win on the Indy 500? No, she didn't. Are you sure? Okay, don't she start won, on that with him. She only won one race. So she did win. In Japan. But she won. Okay, but she won. You just said no woman's won a race yeah. ever. She and won. on American soul. What, not? Foreign soul. She won a foreign soul, soul. not American soul? Yeah, no woman has ever won but a like, championship race. Listen, in this room, just, who has the worst track record when it comes to crashing into things? I've been driving longer. And accidents. Listen, I've and been cars dri- hitting things. I that have not even other cars, just objects and people. And, I have been oh, driving. Yes, that too, yeah. You. Hold on, I have been driving for since I was fifteen. Wow. And I've only had seven fatalities. <laughs> I stand by that record. When it comes to these road rage incidents that end up getting physical and scary, mm. do you think in the moment when things get bad for folks, yeah. they realize they screwed up there? Because like, well, some people do, but hotheads don't. Well, look, there's a moment in every man's life, mm. uh, there has been, where you're driving home after taking an ass kicking, mm. and you are reliving what happened in a moment of clarity. Yeah, and you think to yourself, you know what? I made a few mistakes back mm. there. Probably, I don't know if guys have that. You've never had that. I, I, you make I, excuses I, for yourself, right? I, yeah, but I think it, I, I think that comes with age. I don't think young guys have that kind I, of clarity. I disagree. Maybe they don't share it out loud. But even as a young guy, full of you know what and vinegar, mm-hmm. right? If I took a beating driving away, it was like, yeah, that was pretty stupid. Or maybe, maybe. I just always assume like most men, um, mellow with age. Oh, really? After uh, they've left behind yeah. a lifetime of I destruction. Know. I was gonna say here. Allow me to uh, gesture to every old man video we see. Oh, maybe not. What do you mean mellow with yeah. age? All the stories we I get. Think you get more bold about saying stuff to, especially young people. I've mellowed. What are you talking about? <laughs> mellow is crap. Mellow is, I've mellowed yeah. mellow as crap. Yeah, I stand behind that statement. <laughs> All right, so again, going back to Tommy's point earlier, the yeah. easiest way to make sure you never get hurt, no, don't get out of the car. Well, that's what they tell you. Stay in the car and leave. Yeah, it's a good point. Mm. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. So we're just talking about road rage incidents. Yeah. And something that can accelerate a road rage incident Mm -hmm. is the type of car someone's driving. Okay. More specifically, how expensive that car is. Because, Tommy, we've all seen folks driving high-end cars. Mm -hmm. You see that look on their face. Yeah, smug. They think they're better than you. They smug it. And I think we've all assumed that was because of the cost of the car. I have money, I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. But it turns out it might be more than that. What is it? A new study suggests... Mm -hmm. That driving an expensive car makes the driver believe they are more physically attractive. Oh. Well, I guess you feel better about yourself because you've achieved something, right? You've got a nice car. No, 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 so no. So maybe no. you feel better about yourself. Let, like, me, let me listen Physically clearly. attractive. Yeah, I, I, I look better. It is physically attractive, and it's not owning the car. 
It's driving oh. the car. Mm. If you are driving a Mercedes, like mm. you rented Renting one, it. or somebody lets you borrow it, or you're taking somebody else's car home because they've been drinking too much, right. just physically driving the car makes you believe you are a more attractive person. Uh, I can kind of see that. Because yeah. people change personality depending on what they wear, okay, uh, what they're eating, how they're... You know, I, I, if a guy puts on a suit who doesn't normally wear a suit... Mm-hmm. He will act different. Okay, but here's the thing. The suit will physically change how you look. But you also kind of feel like you're the man all of a sudden, and you're not. You're still a schlub. And it's also... It's also other people's reaction to it. There's probably more eyes on you than you're used to um, when you're driving a nice car. Okay, but if you're an ugly person, Mm -hmm. which the three of us are. Sorry, Kimmy. (laughs) You've been here long enough. We had it It happens. Wouldn't more... Ugly by proxy. (laughs) <laughs> Wouldn't more eyes on you make you more self-conscious if you're not confident in your looks? Yeah, but you kind of feel like uh, a celebrity, though, because yeah. you're in a nice ride. You're a Kardashian. A Kardashian? You're a half-ass Kardashian. Kardashians don't drive themselves anywhere. They have drivers. Well, the half-ass ones don't. Okay. The half the, <laughs> the ones you don't know. Kardashian, half-ass. Nope, it's not going to work. Yeah. So, I, I kind of get it, though. Here's what's even more interesting mm. here. So, Tommy, when we think douches with high-end cars, mm-hmm. we think dudes. Yeah. This study found that gender played no role, that man or woman, you believed you were more attractive in that nice, expensive car. I hardly ever see an ugly woman in a nice ride. Well, <laughs> that is not true. You see fugly well, lady yeah. in high-end ride. Yeah, have you driven around Pittsburgh, Fairport, Penfield? They're good-looking women, maybe. though. That so mean, maybe... they dress nice, they have makeup on. Okay, that they're, doesn't they're make you good-looking. It Do you helps. perceive somebody that looks wealthy as better-looking? Is oh, that yeah. it? It is funny, like if you see a wealthy, per- a wealthy woman of average looks, mm-hmm. but if she's in a tailored outfit, she has on. Well, you can make makeup. that argument for a guy too. Which I just right? said about the suit. Yeah. I yeah. argued my suit, yeah. and then you made the same argument on like fifteen seconds later. But I think, I think an average woman, if you take an average lady, standard framage. We're not talking about a deck. And all that, you can nice, see is this person, like from you know, shoulders up in their car, nice depending on what cleave. kind of car. Nice little cleave. Yeah. How's nothing, the clipper? Not, nothing plunging, but nice. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm so creeped out. Okay, so then why does <laughs> that about cleavage? Why does that apply to women and like that, but not with men in suits? I don't know. It does. It's the same thing. I think thing. it's the same thing. Well, it's because you guys are so well-rounded. No. And so cultured. Oh, it's pretty basic. It's a pretty yeah, basic take. If you're wearing yeah. nice clothes, you look more attractive. Well, it does jack you up a few points. More so than sitting in a driver's seat of a car, I would have thought. But it kind of surrounds you in beauty, right? You're sitting in a beautiful automobile. Okay. All I can see is your fugly head and your plunging cleave. But that's just thing. That's the thing. Like, wouldn't it make your ugly head look worse if you're in a beautiful vehicle surrounding you? This don't belong. One of these things is not like the other. All right. Uh, uh, maybe the success of owning that car is attractive. Gives, gives you a couple points on the fugly meter. Okay. But again, right? again, it's not about owning it's about driving right but you're in it okay you assume that that person owns right 252 wcmf a new study suggests that people that drive high-end cars while driving the cars believe they are physically more attractive than they mm. are not driving the car and tommy totally gets it yeah i mean if you see a good-looking woman right yeah and she's in a fine ride so she got herself a rich daddy to buy that car oh so you don't even think that she owns it then she know how to stroke a daddy that She's stroking daddy. She I don't, that how daddy, did you just make two that points? That? The, you, you said that her 
you, you perceive her as successful if she's driving that car yes, and yes. then went on to say, oh, no, she must have a rich guy behind it. Which would make her successful. She she brought she, not- she married a whale. That's success. What? Who owns your house? Not me. Mm-hmm. Take me out of it. <laughs> I don't count. What? What's my wife do for a living? She's a doctor. Yeah. I talk on the radio. Like, literally 100% of women that you know attached to this room do not apply there. We are a weird set in this room. Can we we admit? More women are graduating from college than men, and that's been a thing for like the last 20 years. I know, but we married, uh, we have very non-traditional marriages. Again, again, I ask if that's still the case. We both married up. Yes, well, there was only one way for us to marry. That's what I'm saying when you flat on the ground. The fact that you just did this whole speech mm. about how people mm. driving nice cars are perceived as successful, yeah. and then somehow puked all over yourself by immediately <laughs> following that up with, no woman can have a job where she can afford a nice car. I know car. they no. can. I know they well, Then why can. don't you think that when you see them? But I'm just thinking there's a daddy involved. No, that would be the opposite of what you just said. Yeah. I know they can, but there's a daddy? Daddy Duh, got that show got run out of town, man. They got, they got, the, they got daddy dollars. Duh, daddy dollars. They got I'm daddy done. dollars I, uh, for the fine I'm ride. I'm done this. with your daddy I can't dollars. Save you. It's time to talk about Tay Tay and the T's. <laughs> oh, that'll fix it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just down. Download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 